0: Chapter 4 A Life Inspiring Luang the Good Friend People hold dear one who embodies virtue and insight, who is principled, who has realized the truth, and who does what ought to be done. Dhammapada verse 217 Part 1 Introduction From 1954 onwards, Luang Cha's life was focused on his monastery, training the steadily growing number of monks, novices and nuns who were resident there and teaching its lay supporters. By the late 1970s, he had become one of the most revered monks in Thailand. After travelling to England in 1977, however, Luang health started to decline. In early 1983, paralyzed and unable to express himself coherently, he stopped speaking. And in January 1992, after over nine years of stillness and silence, Lung poor's life came to an end. The years when Lung Por was in his prime do not lend themselves to a chronological narrative as there is relatively little external incident to relate. Monastic life is intentionally repetitive. Lung poor rarely travelled except to branch monasteries. As a celibate forest monk, His personal life was without drama. He did not marry, fathered no children, had no love affairs. He neither made a single penny nor lost one, and accumulated no more possessions than he would have been able to carry over his shoulder in a cloth bag. For 25 years, Lompour's life, at least that which has left a record, is primarily the story of the teachings that he gave and the training that he developed. It is during these years that Longpo fully matured in his role as the Kalyana Mitta, or Good Friend. From the Pali, Kalyana, which means noble or admirable, and Mitta, which means friend, this is the Buddhist ideal of a spiritual teacher. Good friendship was not just half the Buddha famously corrected Venerable Ananda, but the whole of the holy life. In other words, the support of the Kalyana Mitta is fundamental to Buddhist training. The fruit of practice might be a liberation from all need for external supports, but on the path to that liberation, good friends are indispensable. The Buddha described the ideal galyana-mitta as one who inspires affection and devotion, respect and emulation in those around him. He is patient with the questions and foibles of his disciples and skilled in communicating with them. The galyana-mitta is able to explain profound topics in terms that are clear and easily understood. He never abuses his power to lead his disciples astray. The Buddha said that it is association with the Kalyana Mitta that leads to hearing and conversing about the Dhamma, to growth in morality, to diligence and skill in abandoning the unwholesome and developing the wholesome, and to clear discernment of the way things are. On the day of Luang Por's cremation, the great scholar Jaokun Prathebwethi P. A. Puyuto was invited to give a discourse to the huge assembly of monastics and lay Buddhists gathered there. He chose to speak on the ways in which Luang Por Cha had been a true Kalyanamitta to his disciples. The following chapters of this book will examine in more detail the ways in which Luang Por fulfilled his role as a Kalyanamitta. These will include chapters on exactly what and how he taught his monastic disciples, monks and merchis, Thais and westerners, and how he taught his lay disciples. This present chapter, however, will focus on Luang himself, how he was seen by others, and in particular, on the qualities that enabled him to fulfil the role of the Galiana Mitta. In his references to the Kalyana Mitta, the Buddha showed that he recognized that the feelings and perceptions evoked in the student by the teacher can play a significant role in the learning process. From observing his conduct, the student forms beliefs about the Kalyanamitta and develops trust and confidence in him. The willingness of students to make the sacrifices necessary for progress in Dhamma and the diligence and passion with which they study and practice are not simply a function of their understanding of what is involved. They are rooted in their perception of the teacher, by the affection and respect they feel for him, and by the degree to which they take him as a role model. Students tend to receive the strongest boost in the presence of one who they believe has followed the path and is a witness to its fruits. Faith in the attainment of the teacher is a powerful support in the practice of Dhamma. From the beginning of his teaching career, Luang demonstrated to an unusual degree a natural charisma that included leadership qualities and a gift for articulating the Dhamma. To Luang monastic disciples, his compassion for them and his patience with their foibles filled them with devotion. The standard of his practice of the Vinaya His obvious mastery of meditation and the wisdom with which he expounded the teachings filled them with respect. They wanted to follow in his footsteps. Central to their commitment to him and his training was a confidence in his liberation from defilements.